Can you hear the beating, the fapping, the slapping, the moaning, and the groaning? I can hear it, and it sounds like it's coming from Curtis's bedroom. There's a grunt and a sigh and an ecstasy-filled moan as Curtis and the thong have had a dalliance mid-season. The thong has his eyes set on the last defeated team in our league. And what's Curtis going to do? Is he going to continue to take the anal pounding? Or is he going to wise up and make a valiant, brave effort to escape its crotch? Time will tell. But... One thing is for certain, Curtis certainly is not the only one that the thong's eyes are set on. Let me see that Welcome to the fun cast. <laughs> descend into the sixth week of fantasy battle. The wheat have begun to become separated from the tares. There are a few teams who have risen to the top, and there are a few teams who are admittedly pretty pathetic. I mean, there's a stank emanating from a few of you. And I'm going to throw this out there. I know it's really easy to pile on Curtis because his is the last defeated team. But his team isn't that bad. He still has DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, James Conner. Yeah, David Montgomery. Have not been good. I mean, yeah, that's a little unsightly. However, he does have Chris Godwin. But when I look at some of the rosters out there, my eyes are fixated on two teams in particular that need to really shape up. They could be in a world of hurt. Anal hurt. A sweet, sweet anal hurt that only the thong could administer. I'm looking at Lauren. I'm looking at Ryan. Both of you, your teams worry me a little bit. Lauren put a lot of weight on Todd Gurley and a lot of weight on Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's looked okay, but that offense is a train wreck. And Todd Gurley looks like he might be starting to break down. Ryan decided to go for the zero RB strategy. Not the one you think of where you start drafting running backs late, but literally the zero RB strategy. Coming out of the draft with Kenyon Drake and Tariq Cohen. And that's it. And then kind of panic traded Michael Thomas to address it. Guys... The thong has its eyes set on you to prove me wrong. Despite the fact that there are a couple of teams that are just complete clown shows, there are some teams that have looked mighty fine, mighty, mighty fine, not the least of which is that of yours truly. I told you all I'd be back with a vengeance. And what did I receive? I received mockery. I received taunts. And not a single one of you believed me. However, if you set your eyes on my team, I dare you to not be jealous. 
my team might be the deepest in our league. It helps when you can get Will Fuller off waivers. Thanks for that, Jordan. It helps when you draft multiple running backs and some of them start to pan out. Take note, Ryan, and Jordan for that matter. Yeah, I might not have that RB1. I might not have Christian McCaffrey, like he who shall not be named. But with a team with Aaron Jones and Chris Carson and Sony Michelle and Josh Jacobs and Damian Williams and Matt Breda, I've got five or six solid RB2s, not to mention having Julio Jones and Devontae Adams. Oh, and Mark Andrews. Oh, and Will Fuller. Yeah, that's right. I'm coming for y'all. I'm coming for blood. Now, obviously, as to not become like Icarus and fly too closely to the sun, I am going to temper my expectations because there are two teams that stand in my way and ultimate glory. Jason, who you heard from last with his brilliant, brilliant smack talk, still has Dalvin Cook. He still has a fantastic roster with top-end talent. And he who shall not be named, yes, Nick Cronin, public enemy number one, villain of the league himself, heisted Michael Thomas and still has Christian McCaffrey and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's loaded. Not very deep, but that top top end of the roster is something to behold. It might make us all sick to our stomachs, but we have to recognize greatness. So, what did I do? I invited Nick to the episode to lord over us all. Soak up the hubris, boys. And what I want you to do is to retaliate. I want you all to lob insults, jabs, anything you can at him. It's time to take him down, bring him to his knees. And let the thong thrust itself on his face. But anyways, on that note, I'm going to turn the time over to our boy, Nick. Hello, fellow fantasy footballers. It is Thursday night, right after the Patriots-Giants game. And I am loathing my start of Josh Gordon, who got hurt in the second quarter and gave me practically no points at all. I hope he goes and smokes a big fat joint after the game whether he deserves it or not so this is nick cronin aka hold my pigskin aka mr cronbon and i know most of you don't like me in the league i get it okay that comes with the price of championships i understand your hate for me and yet i embrace it like darth sidious i can feel your hatred I feel it to my very core, and I have lightning between both of my hands as I try to recruit my next apprentice. So, here's the thing, though. It's my job to make you hate me. At the end of the year, if you don't like playing fantasy football, then I've done my job. It's that simple. My job is to make it so you don't want to play. And I like doing it. I like doing it. And don't don't get too far ahead of yourself here, Cronin. But look who's 4-1 again. 
Here we go again. We've got the makings of another good championship team right here. And I can hear the boo birds already. I can hear the complaining. I can hear the whining. I can hear the cash register go ding as you buy yourself another box of Kleenex come this December. And I relish in my awesomeness. I am basking in the glory of me. And that's okay. There's no one to share my awesomeness with. But, nonetheless, there's a long way to go, a long season, and many of you have good teams. And there are many other injuries, I'm sure, that will play out. And many other... We still haven't seen that one waiver-wire gym yet, like James Conner. Who will pick up that player? Who will get that person and ride that person to a possible fantasy championship? I'm waiting for that player to come out. Everyone seems to be holding their free agent budget for that guy. And so, may the best team win. And just remember, you hate me, and I love it. I hope listening to that segment made you sick. Nick has lorded over us long enough. Are you going to sit there and allow this to continue to happen, or are you going to stand up and fight? Now, admittedly, I expect a couple of you to stand up and fight, but the rest of you, I expect to lay down like a bunch of pussies and just take it in the behind. Because I see some of your rosters, I see some of the waiver wire moves you're making, and they're kind of dumb. Now, despite some of you being complete morons, I'm going to issue a challenge for this week. Now, yes, I did make mention at the beginning of the season that the weekly winners would be receiving a little prize. I'm going to be doing that, but I'm going to be doing that at the end of the season as part of the post-season celebration. However, this is a weekly challenge, a spiff, for those of you familiar with that sales terminology, to the team with the player, whether you win or lose who has the highest scoring output, I am going to be getting you a little treat, a little something-something that you're just going to love. It rhymes with bong. No, I'm just kidding. It'll be pretty cool. I am keeping it on the DL, but just so you know, that person's performance will be recognized and will be cherished and celebrated. I'll let you all know Monday night who that person is and what that prize will be. I'm leaving this vague intentionally because I want you to set your lineups. I want you to be aggressive. Is there a Will Fuller out there this week? You know, Will Fuller actually had the highest fantasy output for a running back or wide receiver. I don't know what position he plays apparently. Wide receiver in 15 years. Until next time, ladies, this is the Thongcast. Now set your damn lineups. Peace. Let me see the door.